Hi, how are you? Radio program.
are in my room.
typically not known for being mellow. Uh, they're called Goat. Goat is a Swedish tribal collective. I say tribal because they're, uh, they're a group that performs anonymously. And uh, when they perform live, they put on tribal masks and uh, crazy outfits, you know, made of grass and burlap and things of that nature. They're sort of the uh, underground kiss, but they're really great. Uh, their new record is a collection of odds and sods, uh, b-sides, remixes, unreleased songs. It's called Head Soup. So you get it, right? Goats, Head Soup. Uh, you only get it if you're under or over 50. If you're under 50, you're like, what is Goat's Head Soup? Goat's Head Soup is a uh, Jamaican delicacy, but in addition to that is the name of a Rolling Stones record uh, because Keith Richards moved to Jamaica in the 1970s for a time and sucked up all that, uh, that sweet marijuana and the uh, beautiful brown women and the music of Jamaica and brought it back to the USA in the form of music for the 
the Rolling Stones. Cultural imperialism at its best. Goat's head soup. But anyway, this band is called Goat. A new record, Head Soup. We're a song called Friday Part 1. Before that, music from Matt Ball. Matt Ball is a guitar player out of Montreal and a sound sculptor. His new record is essentially all sculpted feedback. All the tracks recorded in one take in the studio live. And it is really a revelatory record. I believe it is the greatest feedback record that I've ever heard. And I realized that many of you are probably saying, what about Jimi Hendrix? What about Neil Young? What about the Melvins? I, I don't believe anybody has done it better than Matt Ball. So if you don't believe me and you want to check it out, go check it out. Matt Ball, Amplified Guitar. And we began in my room tonight with music from the collective of Oneida or Oneida. I don't know which it is. O-N-E-I-D-A. I always call them Oneida. They got a new record out called Success. And it is, it is in its own way, it is more conventional than I believe any Oneida record that I've heard before. But I like it. I like it a lot. We heard a song called Beat Me to the Punch. A very velvety song. And by velvety, I mean the Velvet Underground. I still love the Velvet Underground, but these days I typically like them squeezed through the innards of another band. I like to hear the influence of the Velvets more than I really want to hear the Velvets. Because, well, there's a couple of reasons. One is because I've heard it all too much. I was uh, introduced to the Velvets by some old hipster in a record store when I was a teenager. And for a very long time, I have immersed myself deeply into the lore of the Velvet Underground. I've got their releases on vinyl, I've got them on cassette, I've got them on CDs, I've listened to them digitally, I've got bootlegs, I've read books, and I'm sort of over it. I'm sort of over it. I still love to hear the influence. But I said I've got two reasons. The other reason is because the Velvet Underground have been co-opted by uh, corporate people like if you if in my uh, grocery store you might be walking around picking up uh, cookies and bread and you heard I heard her call my name on the speakers and that just seems wrong like this is really revolutionary provocative music and I should not hear it when I'm pumping gasoline and I, I worry about the children. You know, I'm like all those, all those moms and dads are freaking out over their children reading important literature. I'm worried about the kids that if you hear a great piece of music in the grocery store while you're walking around with your mom, 
the impact of it is neutered by the place where you hear it. You just think of it as more junk. Like life is full of so much media junk. We're just overwhelmed with it. And the Velvet Underground should not be part of that. Not in this cub reporter's opinion. But it is part of that. So I love the influence, but the the stealing of the legacy of, of VU and also the overabundance of my own listening has just ruined the band for me. But that is my problem, isn't it? It really is. How you guys doing? My name is Mike. This is my show. It is a couple of hours on the outer limits of the outer limits of musical expression. And I am so glad you're here for it. So, cats and kittens, boys and girls, non-binary human beings, thanks for coming back and joining me here because as of right now, you are in my room
that is the fly in the ointment of uh, Sonic Youth. Her name is Kim Gordon. Uh, she's got a new collaboration out with Lauren Connors. It is called At Issue, and we heard Movement One. I love Kim Gordon. I, I really enjoyed her book. I enjoyed her in Sonic Youth. I always loved, like, if you put on a Sonic Youth record and you got all these hip kids around and they're all like nodding their heads, yeah, man, Daydream Nation, awesome. And then when Kim's songs would come on, there was a, you know, it's like when Yoko's songs would come on during the John Lennon records, everybody would be like, oh, man, can you skip this song? No way, dude. No way. Kim Gordon is special. Kim Gordon has shamanistic powers. I love Kim Gordon. So anyway, Kim Gordon, new record. Uh, Lauren Connors, at issue, we heard movement one. Before that, from the DMV, specifically from Silver Spring, Maryland, it is Jeff Barsky. Jeff Barsky is Insect Factory. He's got a brand new record out called Celestial Cycles. And we heard a song called Infection Chain. Before that, the Viking of New York City, his name was Moondog. Or at least they called him Moondog. Uh, he was on the streets of the city every day wearing a big Viking helmet and, uh, you know, a cape. And uh, sometimes uh, just standing there holding a staff other times selling cassettes and gigaws and talking to people. Uh, most people thought that he was an unhoused individual, but he actually had an apartment uh, in the city and he was a great thinker. And he created a lot of really amazing music. He just wanted to stand on the streets dressed as a Viking. You know, speaking of uh, shamanistic powers, this dude was a shaman, straight up shaman, created uh, magical music for the masses, but the masses not really listening. We're a song off of Moondog 2 called All is Loneliness. Mark Cunningham, you may know Mark Cunningham from the group Mars, one of the known New York groups. But uh, that was a long time ago, a long, long time ago in a land far, far away called Gotham. But he's got a new record out called Odd Songs. I keep saying it's a new record. I'm sorry, it's new to me. He has a record out called Odd Songs that I'm really into lately, where a song called Subliminal Lust. Tara Clark, uh, I couldn't get it out. I tried. Tara Clerken Trio before that. From uh, the new record by the Tara Clerken Trio, we heard Exquisite Corpse. And uh, back in the previous break, I was talking over music by Madeline Kokolas off the Spectral release. We heard a song called Northern Storm. Northern Storm. Yeah. 
show in my room radio. Thanks for being here for it. Let's continue on. Uh, we've got some boredoms to get them, get us up to the top of the hour, and then hour number two of in my room radio. But uh, stick around.
welcome back to my channel to truly empower and educate targets. I waste no time on fear porn, false activism, or nonsense. Who are you? Attractive target. You just can't believe certain things that happen to you. You could like be made to like give someone a dirty look in public. Do your research. I feel better now. Not everything's disinformation. Attractive target. Electronic harassment, synthetic telepathy, voice to school technology. This is exactly what's happening to me. Everything has been weaponized. You have no reason to suddenly fear the colors orange and green. That's technology. My fellow afflicted, pink, targeted individuals. <laughs> Don't move to another country. techno -age. If you move to another country, you're just more vulnerable to their attacks. What is limbo? These guys are everywhere. We can't escape. I want to help. That's all I want to How could it be anything other than what you think it is? Excuse me. Green. program looks a lot like mental illness. Blue. Invisible to everyone else. Maybe even the people participating in it. Red. People you trusted, who didn't previously participate. Green. Will join in. No escape. The voices seem to be attacking on a personal level. Oh my god, their whole life is consumed with harassing me. Manipulated. Customized television program. What else could it be? My choice. Evidence that you're being watched, even in a windowless dark room. I said no. You're coming upon a store that's 100 feet in front of you. <laughs> the machine will have the person that's inside of the store to come out and stand outside. Those are the nanotags. The person has a red shirt, you know? <sighs> and you know they're perpetrated because the person came out right when you started to walk up. They're damn The machine is just telling them to come outside and stand there and they have a red shirt on. Red. Very quickly, you see how crazy you sound. Blue. No, but you, you won't escape. My choice. Red cars, red trucks, red bicycles. Green. And secret. I said no. Active denial technology. Choice. The way to slowly kill people using their own decisions, hopefully. Bring the world closer together. You're going to be made aware that your mind is being read. You fly off the handle because you think some guy is hostile to you. Making believe you're me. From his point of view, your erratic behavior is unprovoked. Say to the camera that you're not stalking me. You're being manipulated. So, this is completely ethical. We're going to go into some of the advanced audience targeting features. The opportunity to buy a specific audience. You own the identity data of your site visitors. So you can literally target anybody, any you language. You can use legally on any ad network without text opt-ins. So you will know who to target to get the best results for this customer. I, I, I have had no sleep for years. And others like her. This is completely ethical and a lot easier to do than you may think. 
soon. I think most brands are aware of the information that they have access to now about all of us. All of us. Your whereabouts, you spoke to, your friends, what you read, your purchase behavior. Basically, everything that's on that phone is, is public. The advertising network actually would know where you were going to be at. What time you got home. People's lives are better. What TV channels you like to watch. So you'll learn after a while as a target. Don't watch live television. How frequent do you go? When you go to sleep. How long you spend in the bedroom? What other phones are around you? when you wake up and go to sleep. With your permission, you give us more information to improve the quality of your searches. One of the things that eventually happens is we don't need you to type at all. It's so real. Because we know where you are. What else could it be? With your permission. You. We know where you've been. We can more or less guess what you're thinking about. They see you in your home. You don't see this as entertainment. They, they can see the food being digested in your body. The artificial intelligence computer is controlling everything about your life. To try to help you understand more about the world around you. Again, with your permission. You do some chores, then you head out for the day, and your heart stops. There's a styrofoam coffee cup on the roof of your car. studying the circuits in the brain that create the unique perceptual realities that we each have. To create new technology that will know what we're feeling, to feel more, connect more. We will know more about each other than we ever have. And I believe to do that, we have to be okay losing some of our agency. just use a camera to tell what is my blood pressure. Our heads would pulse. Never mind what I'm doing, I'm just testing the microphone. And it moves simultaneously. Tracking the honesty of feelings in someone's thermal image might be a new part of how we fall in love and see attraction. I'm actually tracking the carbon dioxide you exhale in the room right now. We're not having a group hallucination. <laughs> It was not crazy. Somebody was going to connect all those people. You believe that someone in the room above you was using some kind of a weapon. You're assuming everything is exactly as you perceive it to be. If everybody believes this stuff, is it in any way insane? I have the right to be unlimited. One of the biggest sources of disinformation is you. Go on YouTube, you type in targeted individual. Disinformation spreads because it gives people something they want. Once the user selects their ledger, the user's behavior may be modified. It's a disinformation ecosystem. Technoid. It's been turned into a form of entertainment. It's normal for some things to come to your attention. We want to live alongside you and feel what you feel. Modify the incentives between the people. They want you sharing stories with each other. The most important thing we do for victims it's so real. is to connect them with others who understand what they're experiencing. In less than 10 milliseconds. And now you know where they get their power. From their ability to grab your attention. They're trying to target. Wait, consensual things. Is this real? Health attacks. The things you've seen again. were intended to be seen. Don't be evil. They don't seem to be of our creation. 
They don't seem to be under control. Don't look at them. It's never going to be perfect. They seem to come from the outside. Because I don't think we are individuals. Targeted individual. Targeted customer. Targeted individual. Targeted customer. Targeted individual. If something can be connected, it will be connected. How could it be anything other than what you think it is? If you have nothing to hide, then you are nothing.
those guys. That is the trio of fire. Uh, Matt's Gustafsson, the de facto leader of fire. I have a real weakness for that sort of super powerful, muscular saxophone music. And I don't know that anybody puts much more into it than Matt's. Um, having seen him live at Rhizome, I feel like like one of these nights he's going to be blowing on the saxophone and he's just going to blow out a, like an artery in his head. There's just going to be blood and skin and, and saxophone everywhere. The dude is just going to explode into the audience. He screams into his horn. It's really... It's really awesome. It, it, is, it is primal scream with music. Fire. Uh, don't forget the exclamation point. They are very serious about fire. And they let you know by punctuation that you should be paying attention. I don't know that they've been doing anything lately. It seems like it's been, oh, I don't know, two years or so since we heard anything from uh, Faya. And I don't know about Matt's. He's usually really busy, usually a lot of collabs. But I feel like the pandemic has just broken a lot of us. The absolute certainty that you cannot hide from a virus that might kill you, I think has taken away the the impetus to create and to work and and to leave your home. You know, let's just stay home and watch Netflix. What's the point? I might make the greatest fire record ever. And I leave the house. I breathe somebody else's germs and I die. I don't know that societally, even though death is part of life, I don't, I don't know that we realized how fragile we were as beings until the pandemic. Like you always, there's always somebody getting hit by a car or shot by a stray bullet or felled by a terrible disease. But you're always able to sit back and go, well, not me, but I'm fine. Nothing happening to me, but all of a sudden, everybody had the same thing. So it was really weird. And I feel like that it's going to take a while as, as, as a race, you know, as the human race, to be able to get back on our feet and get back to the, the grind that we had become used to from centuries of grinding because nobody wants to work right now that's the way it seems to me before that another guy who's been gone for a couple of years his name is phil elverham uh, he has a couple of bands but uh, for the last decade or so he has been mount erie we're going to track from Ocean's Roar called Instrumental Number 2. I would like to hear some more music by Phil Elverham. I dig that guy. 
But uh, for two or three years, it's been radio silence. Phil, baby, come on back. Come on, you can breathe my air. It's okay, Phil. We would like you to return to the land of the living. You and all of your friends. Let's go back. Come on. Follow me. And we began hour number two of In My Room Radio with Negative Land. Negative Land, one of the most delightful and unsubtle musical collectives ever. They always have a point to make on every individual track, on every release. Negative Land has something to tell you. So they tell it in as straightforward a manner as possible. Most of the bands that make like arty social commentary, they, they bury it inside of some other type of, of mask. But not Negative Land. Negative Land's going to give it to you both barrels. We heard a song from uh, The World Will Decide called Attractive Target. Now, it's worth noting with Negative Land, I believe that all the people that were in the original Negative Land are dead. So there's the new Negative Land. Negative Land is a bunch of other people. They are the underground, noise, unsubtle menudo. But they are great. I do dig Negative Land. I never knew who they were in the first place. So it, it, it has no effect on me knowing that they're not those people anymore. Because who were those people? They're sort of like media commentators, uh, you know, barking from the sideline at the action out on the field. Yeah, that's what they are. So you're listening to In My Room Radio. My name is Mike. I'm the host. Let's carry on with some music from Eli Winter. The song is called No Fear. Fear not, children. Fear not.
best releases that I've heard over the last five years is uh, something by that guy. His name is Chester Hawkins. He's got a release out that is over four hours long called Cops Need Serial Numbers. It's so neat. Like, I, I love the music, and I listen to it often, but the packaging is so amazing it's, it's a little black box, and you open up the little black box, and there's a bullet. And you open up the bullet, and it's a USB, you know, like a little USB stick, a memory stick. And you put that in your computer, and you've got four and a half hours of amazing music by Chester Hawkins. I was looking into that before the show tonight because I knew I was going to be playing it. And the uh, 
the original release as released by his label is sold out but it's available on the internet a couple of retailers still have copies of uh, cops need serial numbers I don't believe you're ever gonna see another release quite like this but most importantly is the music encased in this awesome little bullet and it, it is terrific I love this guy I can't wait to meet him every time I talk to a DC musician in the underground and I mention Chester Hawkins they all smile and they say have you met Chester and I always say not yet and they go yeah you should you should so I don't know what that means but I look forward to it and Chester if you're out there let's hang out before that music from the duo of Edvard Graham Lewis known to his friends as Earl and uh, and Bruce Gilbert. Those guys used to be in wire together. Bruce Gilbert eventually retired from the quartet and uh, does his own arty things these days. Uh, but for me, that duo was the greatest of contributions that either of them have made. And both of them have made phenomenal contributions. But Dome, especially Dome 1 and Dome 2, super important to this dude. We're a song off the two release called Keep It. Eli Winter, before that, Eli Winter has got a new record out called Eli Winter. Uh, it's a collaboration with people like Yasmine Williams, who is from right here in my hometown of Woodbridge, Virginia. Uh, Riley Walker the late Jamie Branch all on uh, on his new release Jamie Branch I just man I've been so bummed out about Jamie Branch she died a few weeks ago I never heard what killed her but I presumed that it was probably fentanyl it seems like these days it's either COVID or cancer or fentanyl. And she was a young person. So I'm thinking it might have been the fentanyl. Man, people are playing with fire with fentanyl. Like I don't want to get in all preachy or anything, but if you're, if you're considering re recovery, I would suggest to you consider it more. This is the right time every street drug is being cut with fentanyl and it is just knocking people out right and left i personally know a number of people that have died from inadvertently screwing with fentanyl so if that's part of your story too there's no better time to give it up than right now no kidding, man. Anyway, Eli Winter. Song was called No Fear, No Fear, No Fear. No Fear, No Fear, No Fear. Fear, Fear, Fear. Yes, hey there, I'm Mike. This is my show. 
In My Room Radio. Thank you for being here for another episode. Uh, if you'd like to listen to the show again in its entirety, well, please do. Go to inmyroom.podbean.com. Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N. What does it mean? I don't know. And also, if you'd like to drop me an email, it's in my room radio at gmail.com. So, I love you guys. I'll see you next week with more In My Room. But until then, bye. Bye. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.